All right. It is uh, hour three already. Hourly with Bowerly, News Radio 930 WBEN. I uh, don't know that I need to go over all the ice stuff that we've been talking about today. I, I do thank you for all the suggestions on uh, uh, various things we can strap on to our boots or our winter shoes to give us better traction in uh, stuff like this. And uh, got an interesting call here. Uh, by the way, the phone number, if you want to get in, is 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Lloyd is in Buffalo. Lloyd, you've got a story that I hadn't thought about. You're on WBEN. Welcome. Yeah, I'm house-sitting for a friend of mine who's in Florida right now. And he's got, uh, you know, he's got pets, dog, cat, and that sort of thing. And uh, I was on the phone with him today, and I let the dog outside to take do, do her business out in the yard. And, you know, 20 minutes later, the dog doesn't come in, and I hear her barking. And what the hell is she barking at? I look out the window. I don't see anybody. I don't see anything. So I open up the back door, and I walk out on the deck, and the dog is just sitting there in the yard staring at me. <laughs> I'm like, well, come on, stupid. Get in the house. She's sitting there staring at me. I couldn't figure out what was going on. So I noticed she's trying to make it up the stairs. The stairs are completely iced over, and the dog gets no traction at all. And she's sliding around. I busted my gut laughing. It was real funny until I fell on my ass, and it became real. Oh, God. And, uh, so I'm wearing sneakers. So what I ended up having to do was bust up the ice with my foot in order to get enough traction to get my ass up the stairs. And then the dog followed me, and the two of us are sitting in the house just looking at each other and probably <laughs> thinking exactly the same thing. Yeah, you moron. You moron. Yeah. No, you moron. Oh, my. Yeah. I, okay, I wonder. Okay, Lloyd, this is an interesting question here. I wonder how many people with dogs have had dogs that have been unable to get traction enough to get into the house. I am curious now. Because you can't be yeah. the only one. What kind of dog is yeah. it? By have you any idea? Uh, I think it's what they call a cockapoo or something. It's a, it's cross between a poodle and a cocker spaniel or something. I don't know. It's, uh, it's a white fluffy dog. Oh, cockapoo. So, yeah. Uh, so I'm, I got to actually got to go let her out again. Uh, I had to go down to I had to go down to Broadway to get some ice melt. Then I got halfway down Memorial Drive, and now my engine is acting up, and I'm. Whipping down, uh, oh, look, i got to make a turn here. Uh -oh. I'm whipping down uh, the street at a comfortable 10 miles an hour because I can't seem to get the engine to go any faster than that. So, Ooh. Uh, yeah. Tell me your car is coming yeah. under warranty. Uh, well, it's not my car. That's the problem. Every time I drive one of these guys' vehicles, something either falls apart oh. or falls off. Hey, hey Lloyd. The transmission Lloyd. fell out. So. Lloyd, it's, it's not your car. It's not your problem. Well, yeah, well, I'm the one that drives them, so it is my problem. Well, Lloyd, you'd be sure to say hi to Harry for us, would you? <laughs> if you're a Dumb and Dumber fan, you get the joke. Uh, is it yeah. by any chance a dog? Is it a van that's cut to look like a dog? No, it's not. It's a it's a white pickup truck, and it was running fine until I got to Memorial Drive, and then when I stopped for a signal, all of a sudden it just, the, I lost, it says, uh, it says service, no, the service tire system? Oh, God. No, it says engine, no engine power. Engine power is reduced, whatever the hell that means. Um, I'm sure we have some mechanically inclined person out there. Sounds like a case for, uh, I don't know, man. The car was running fine when you were in Florida. Don't know what happened in the interim. <sighs> when I was in Florida. <laughs> well, no, you are, I'm, I'm playing you talking to your friend. No, the guy who owns the truck lives in New York City. His brother lives in Florida. Oh, well, something yeah. weird happened when he was in New York City. That's all. 
Yeah. Not your fault. You you don't you're not responsible for servicing the car. You just had to take it for a quick drive to get some ice melt. Yeah. Well, I never made it. I'm just hoping I make it back. Well, yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to have another situation where James is going to be calling. You're going to be calling us at three in the morning, saying, "Please send somebody to help us." No, if I have to walk, I'll walk. It's not that bad. Now, be be careful. Be careful walking. You don't want to end up like the dog. Yeah. Well, pavement's clear. Just the sidewalks are all messed up. All right, man. You're right. The, the streets are fine. The streets are yeah. just fine. But the driveways and the sidewalks are a bloody nightmare. Um, thank you, Lloyd. I appreciate it. Good luck. Yeah. All right, right man. Uh, good stuff. So, okay, look, we have a lot of, of pet lovers in the audience. Okay? We have a lot of pet uh, lovers. I'm just going to throw this out. One, this is a one-time question. You can bite on this question. Oh, sounds rather suggestive, doesn't it? Um, you can bite on this question, um, or I, I can move on to some other stuff. How many of you listening to me have dogs and your dog has been unable to successfully navigate the ice? Could easily see how that could happen. Is, that, is this affecting anybody else? Have you had to go out and physically carry your dog into the house or clear a path with your own feet stomping in order to give the dog some traction? And there are some dogs who do not like the cold. Uh, they just want to go out, do their business, and get right back in. 803-0930 is the phone number, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Um, I have mentioned this before, but uh, I've fallen in love with a, uh, a, uh, a, uh, a cockapoo. And um, this, uh, this dog... It, it, it is hilarious because this do- they're, they're small dogs, but their arms, their legs, front legs in particular, are almost like a human arm or two. And, and the dog that I know uses her front arms and paws like a human being would use arms. And this dog is so intelligent. In the morning, you take it out for a walk. First thing it does, it does surveillance of the neighborhood. It walks out, it looks right, it looks left, has to see if anything is out of place. If there's a car that is parked where there's not usually a car, this is very upsetting to this cockapoo. Very upsetting. And this cockapoo is so weird. I tried to post a video, it didn't come out. Um, There are places in the house where it must walk backward. It It literally will walk forward, it comes to a certain spot or spots in the house, it literally turns around and walks backward. It is the funniest thing I've ever seen. And uh, this dog, I like this dog because every time she sees me, she pees on the floor. Um, and it's not my floor, so it's all good in the hood. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, but my daughter's dogs, uh, they're close to cockapoos, but not quite. Um, here is, uh, uh, or cavapoo, cavapoo. I think uh, cockapoo. I- I'm thinking of cavapoo. I've got my poos confused. Um, here's Hmm. Sounds like a problem of age, actually. Here's Joe on a cell phone. Joe, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hi. Um, from Niagara Falls, got a little Pekingese. Looked kind of blind. Uh, you know, I heard him barking, so I looked up. I called her. I said, come on, let's go in, Angel. She wasn't moving. Hmm. So finally, I'm like, what's wrong? You know, thinking she's blind, she can't see the stairs. So went out there without my shoes on, and I'm like, come on, hon. 
So finally, I picked her up, and then I realized same thing as the other guy, Lloyd or Harvey, with the uh, you know the van with the dog fur, and uh, realized yeah, she was falling down on the ice on the stairs. So exact oh. same problem. So I, I carried her in. I cleaned off the stairs, um, put her out later. She could go down the stairs, no problem. I don't know if she falls, but um, yeah, she barked again. Now she figures, uh, why even go up them? Even though they're cleared, she just got to bark, and I'll go out there and carry her in. Oh well, yeah. Now she's spoiled. Now she is yeah. spoiled. Yeah, um, spoiled or afraid, but um, yeah, same thing. So. No, well, I'd say that you're a responsible pet owner. Just, but boy, if you got to pick up a dog and, and walk up ice, just don't fall on the dog. It'll kill it. Yeah, no, I'd I'd, I'd have her fall on top of me. Yeah, just like a baby. Exactly. Yeah. Any parent knows the baby. You are the baby's buffer. You start dropping that uh, baby carrier, and you start to fall. You do whatever you can to get that baby underneath your body. Your body takes the hit. Um, yeah, thank you, know. you, thank you, Joe. I appreciate that. All right. Take All right. Care. Thank you. Yeah, that, the Cavapoo. And the, the funniest thing is, um, one day, six months ago, eight months ago, whenever it was, the Cavapoo's breeder, her husband called into this show. I don't know if how many of you remember it, but was talking about uh, Sienna as a puppy. And uh, I just, I, I love that dog. I absolutely love that dog. And my daughter has a Cavachon. And Cavachons are the friendliest dogs ever. Horrible watchdogs, because all they want to do is love you to death. All right, if you've got a dog and you've had a problem getting the dog into the house with the ice, um, tell us a story. How, how, how common is this? Because some dogs, I guess, must be better. Siberian Huskies. I wonder, if you've got a Siberian Husky, how is the Husky doing in the ice? I know they love being out in the snow and cold, but are they having problems navigating the ice? I mean, that's this is what they were built for. Uh, 803, now I'm curious about canine reaction to the ice storm. How deep can I dig? 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. The show has taken an unexpected turn. Better be resolved by the time I got to check into the hospital on Wednesday because I got this going to the hospital thing down to a science. I wear flip-flops. You know why? Because um, when I get home, first thing to go in the washing machine, the flip-flops. Because they've been walking in a hospital. Common sense. Uh, let's go to common sense wearing flip-flops in March. Shut up. Uh, here is uh, Melissa in Clarence on WBEN. Melissa, you've, you've got you, you've got a dog who's had some issues with the ice? Oh, yes. Uh, I have a greyhound. Oh. And um, I, <laughs> I have a run for her in our backyard, and she didn't even make it off the patio. She was standing. I couldn't understand. I couldn't. I looked out the window. And I couldn't see her anywhere in her run. And, of course, I panicked because sure. I thought, oh, my God, she got out of the run. She turns out she was right next to the side of the house where she had done her business, heard her barking, and she's looking. I, I go to the door, and she's looking at me so forlorn, like, oh, my God, I did this. I'm so sorry. Oh. So I had to go out. I got her by the collar, and I very gently walked her over the ice. And got her into the house. She's and of course greyhounds have no um, undercoat, so she had two coats on. And um, the poor thing, I just I feel so bad for her because she didn't know what to do. She well, really didn't. And plus the fact, earlier I was talking on the phone to my sister, and I saw three deer walking down the center of our road, and I've never seen that before. 
And the only thing I could figure out is that they were slipping and sliding on the ice, too, wherever they came from. You know, it's funny because my street is deer central. I mentioned the other night my neighbor, Bruce, had like seven or eight deer on his lawn. I have not seen any deer tracks on my front lawn or backyard at all since the ice hit. Usually they're all over the place. Yes, I'm sure it's because they're slipping around too. Uh, you know what? I think I think you might be right. I'm not sure if anybody has like home security video of deer slipping and sliding on the ice, but uh, as much as they're stupid when they dash across the road without looking, I guess they know where traction may and may not be found. I would I would assume so. So anyway, that's that's my greyhound story. I, I was I, it from a husky. Well, I, I appreciate that. I want to hear from a husky owner. I want I want to know if huskies are are, well, are doing okay. Huskies. I used to own huskies, and yes, they do love this weather. Wait, you used to crazy. hunt them? No, I used to own them. Oh, oh, I was going to say hunting huskies. Oh, I've, I I love huskies. They're one of my favorite breeds of dog. Love them. They're. Yeah, I, I do too. They're absolutely gorgeous dogs. So anyway, Tom, have a good day. I, and, I shall. Uh, Thank you. All right. Thank you. Uh, in fact, I know one husky that if you liter- if you say the word camp b o w l uh, I'm sorry b o w w o w if you say those words, the tail starts wagging. She runs to the side door. She loves going there to camp b o w w o w. You cannot say it's like saying candy around a kid. Uh, here's uh, Cheryl Grand Island. Cheryl, you're on WBEN. You've got a dog who's having problems with the ice as well. Yes. My boss was telling me, who lives on Grand Island, right on the river, her schnauzer is an elderly schnauzer. She was in the backyard this morning, and she was barking, and my boss went to the door, and there she was sliding towards the river because she couldn't get any traction. So she had to, she says, my God, I put my boots on so fast and ran out and grabbed her and carried her in. I never realized she couldn't go anywhere. She couldn't get any traction at all. Oh, and they're, so, they're tiny little dogs, too. And they're stiff-legged. They're not, she walks real stiff. She, she doesn't bend a lot. So she was just sliding and she says i thought she was gonna wind up in the river she says so i had to i had to run quick how how close dawned on me do do i want to know how close the dog came to going in the river no no it was she she had a ways to go oh okay thank god because just she was yeah she was she was heading that way though yeah okay if you have property near the river or near a body of water and you've got a dog um, you better keep an eagle eye on the dog and make sure it doesn't go anywhere near at the water because if, if we as humans are having problems and these dogs are having problems, uh, that would just add a, a horrible, horrible dimension to this. And, you know, there was, there was one year, Cheryl, uh, somebody sent me pictures of one of the local volunteer fire companies, I think out in Elma, East Aurora, Wales, out that way, uh, where they actually pulled uh, a horse or two from freezing water just in the nick of time. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm glad the, the schnauzer made it okay. Um, thank you, Cheryl. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Um, you know, okay. I, I will... Uh, I, I'm going to continue. Um, I, I, okay, of all the things, see, when you do this for a living, you're always thinking, what am I going to talk about today? What am I, of anything that I could have thought of, the idea of did your dog have problems on the ice never crossed my mind until the call from Lloyd. Now I'm obsessed, and I'm obsessed with knowing if your Siberian Husky has the same problem as these other dogs 
because the Siberian Husky, as per its name, loves this kind of weather. But can it get better traction? That is the question. And just out of curiosity, have you noticed also that your neighborhood deer are staying off of your lawn for the first time ever? Because the deer in my neighborhood, they own the neighborhood. You stick your head out the window at night, you hear hooves all over the place. It's like you're living in the 1800s with horses. All right, it is, uh, what is it, uh, coming up on 429, oops, on News Radio 930 WBEN. It is Bowerly and uh, talking storm-related stuff, and somehow we ended up talking about dogs. Hey, you love your dogs. More dogs around here than ever before. Notice that during the pandemic. Seems like I'm the only person in Western New York without a dog. All right. Thank you, Mr. Norman Greenbaum. It is uh, Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. So uh, you guys have me on a leash because uh, I never know where the show is going to go. I, I I come in, I tell you this, I come in with a game plan every day, but sometimes I just have to audible at the line. And today has just been one of those days where you guys, I've seen a different defensive formation than I was used to. So now I got to come up with an offensive play that is going to get you guys interested and in, in calling the show. And uh, the the ice situation, I'm not going to do this the rest of the show, just so you know. But obviously, as a human being, you are having problems walking on the ice. I mentioned last night I was pulling into a local restaurant. I saw a couple, middle-aged, younger middle-aged, and they were walking up the street with what looked like pizza leftovers. And I felt so bad because they were having a hell of a time and I could tell they were scared that they were going to fall. I let them go ahead of me because I was nice and cozy. It's toast in my car. Well, actually, the Kia from Transit Town Kia. And um, I, I let them go first, and then I awkwardly backed into a parking spot uh, into a parking lot that was nothing but an ice rink. And I wished at that time that I'd had something to put on the bottom of my clodhopper boots. And so far, people have called in. And they've recommended the following products for you to get traction in ice, such as Ice Ease. That's Ice E E Z E. Neos, N E O S. And by the way, anything that I mentioned, put shoe covers in your internet search, and that'll take you to the right thing. So it's Ice Ease shoe covers. Neos, N-E-O-S, shoe covers. What Tim Wenger wears when he jogs, Yak Tracks, Y-A-K-T-R-A-X, shoe covers. Um, something called Creepers. When I say Creeper, I get a really weird look from Josh. It's an inside joke. He knows, I know, we can't say it on the air. Creepers shoe covers. And uh, Stable Icers shoe covers. Stable Icers. S-T-A-B-I-L Icers. I-S, I'm sorry, I-C-E-R-S shoe covers. These have all been recommended by people calling into the show. And it's one of those days where, you know what? If I think it can help people, I don't mind if you give the, the product name. Uh, so whatever you found to wear on the bottom of your shoes... Because this is a little bit unusual, gang, because 
as I recall, the ice storms we had in the 70s, we had two consecutive, I think, uh, ice storms in 76 and 77. I, I don't remember the driveway being the way it is for so long, but most of us started out yesterday with an ice rink driveway. It is still an ice rink driveway. It will remain an ice rink driveway tomorrow. And then Sunday, <clears throat> and only Sunday, will we get temperatures above freezing. So hopefully some of it is going to start to break up, which is good. But in the meantime, you really have to watch yourself talking. And I remember yesterday, remember yesterday when I specifically said if you're out walking your dog, Please make sure that the leash is properly affixed and tied to you in some way, shape, or form so that if you fall, you don't lose your dog, too, in addition to fracturing something. And unfortunately, as Alan Harris reported very recently, EMS has been called out to take care of a dog walker who took a nasty tumble. And I hope the dog stuck by his or her side. Um, but it breaks my heart to hear things like that because, uh, you know, you sometimes get a sense of overconfidence. And there are times, frankly, I, I get a little bit overconfident walking on ice because, frankly, back in the day, I was a really good ice skater and quite a, a not, not a bad skier at all. So I've got a pretty good balance on slippery stuff. But sometimes yesterday, um, no matter how good balance might have been yesterday, just a stupid walk to my garage convinced me I do not want to walk on this stuff where you walk like a penguin and you hope for the best. But this whole – so if you've got a, a product that you want to recommend that people strap on to the bottom of their shoes to get better traction in ice, uh, knock yourself out. I'd be happy to take your call. You can name the product, and people can do their own research online, figure out what works best for them. Uh, the phone number to call is 803-0930, 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. And uh, I, I say this to you as a guy who's wearing winter boots, and quite frankly, these boots have a little bit of sentimental significance to me because I bought them several years ago. My brother Billy is, is dead now. But when Billy was alive, he was not in very good economic circumstances. He lived over the social club on East Street in Buffalo and uh, wasn't exactly rolling in money. So I would take him winter clothes shopping and buy him whatever he wanted to get himself through winter. Uh, winter coats, boots, hats, gloves, whatever he needed because you know, he's my brother. And that's what you do when you've got a brother who uh, needs a little bit of, uh, of assistance. And I'm so glad that I did that because I know that I did everything I could when he was alive to make his life as comfortable as I, uh, as I possibly could. But uh, the, the key point where I was going with that story is these boots mean a lot to me because the last time I took my brother out to uh, the Lockport Outdoor Store, uh, I bought these particular boots that I'm wearing right now. It was, uh, it was one of those rare occasions where I tried on footwear and it actually fit. The first pair I put on actually fit. And I'm taking them off right now and... I will tell you that they are uh, <laughs> made in China. <laughs> There's a shock. And they're called um, Arctic Sport, the original muck boot company, Arctic Sport. And I'm looking at the bottom of them, and i got to tell you, they've got some really, really good traction on them. But even with this traction, 
Uh, let's see. There's size nine U.S. Okay, size nine. Um, but even even with the traction, uh, the ice that we've had for the past couple of days, no match for the, uh, the uh, for these boots. These boots are not as good as they are. They're not made for this. And I'm thinking about getting some of those strap-ons. <laughs> well, let me rephrase that. I'm thinking about getting some of the strap-on uh, ice stuff. Uh, to put on the bottom of these things for situations exactly like this. And one of the things uh, last night I mentioned, um, Mrs. Nerd, she she wears strap-ons. And um, let's dig out of this very quickly. And she was doing great on the ice last night. But then once she walked into the establishment we were going, she, she quickly took them off because while they're great on the ice, they ain't so good on a floor in a restaurant. I'll say that much. But the past little while or so, we've been taking calls from people whose dogs have had problem gaining traction uh, in the ice. And I'm, do we not have any Siberian Husky owners listening to this show? Are you serious? Siberian Huskies, one of my favorite dogs ever. Uh, we had, uh, well, next door, my neighbor Bruce had Tasha, who is a great Siberian Husky. Knocked me out one day. True story. So happy to see me. She jumped up, hit me in the head. I was out. I was knocked out by a dog. True story. And that accounts for some of the brain damage. And then um, uh, uh, my friends Harry and Lynn have a Siberian Husky named Xena. So I'm kind of curious if the Siberian Huskies are doing any better than your dog in the ice that we have right now. If you have a Husky, how's it doing on the ice? And if you have any other kind of a dog, are you also having to walk outside and carry in your furry friend uh, because your furry friend can't navigate the ice any better than you can? Uh, talk about the blind leading the blind. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. And uh, pretty much anything that's uh, a storm-related, um, maybe you're still out of power, that's fine. Uh, whatever. I, I, I'm pretty open. Maybe you're caught in a detour because some roads are closed. Uh, like, I got caught on North Forest for many cycles of the light trying to get onto Maple to get into work today. And uh, I believe me, I left really early, but I still got caught in traffic. And uh, I was kind of on the edge as to whether or not I was going to make it on time. I barely saw Bellavia when he was here. I think Bellavia thought he might have to do an extra hour of the show. Uh, let's go to Lou in uh, Tonawanda. Lou, you're on WBEN. Welcome. Hey, how's it going? Uh, it's a beautiful day. It's Friday. But life is good. Yeah, it is. But at the same time, when you get up on a roof, I, I work in the HVAC industry. So when you get on a roof and you got those uh, bright, shiny, slick little white roofs, oh, those are nice. Oh, I, I can imagine. We had a caller earlier who was in the utility business who wore the Ice Ease shoe covers. Did you ever try those? Oh, no. Oh, absolutely not. You put a hole in that roof, you're done. Well, supposedly these didn't do that. Um, Lou, hold on. I've, I've got to take a break. I, excuse me. I want to talk more to you, but I think that was one of the benefits of the ice ease that was brought up by the utility dude. Um, I'm going to get back to calls coming up. Please don't go anywhere. Uh, otherwise, you'll hear me drone more and more, and I don't think any of us want that. Uh, let's go back to Lou in uh, Tonawanda. Lou works on roofs, and you can imagine... Um, how, how many roofs have you been up since yesterday? Uh, I can't count. More than Santa. I really can't count. It, I mean, you got the one with the ballast. 
that's not a big deal. You got the one with the uh, black rubber, that's not a big deal. But when you get to the white PVC roof, oh, they, they're, they're bad. So what, what do you do to keep from falling off a roof? What do you wear on your feet? Well, there's generally a flat roof. But every time you take a step, your leg will kick out from underneath you. Damn. I don't know what it is about these roofs, but you get that little layer of water underneath, and you'll just zing. <laughs> There's nothing you can do about them. I mean, those white PVC, that's what it is, white PVC. It's a pain in the tuchus. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate the info. Good luck. Hang in there. All right. All right. Thank you, Lou. Let's go to Colin in uh, Lockport. Colin, you are on WBEN. They tell me you're the man I've been looking for. <laughs> yeah, me and my wife, we've got a Husky. He's uh, he's 10 years old now, so he's getting up there. But he's uh, he does not want to live indoors. He loves living outside in the snow. And so we've got it set up where he's on, on a porch that's got a, a roof overhang, so he sleeps under there. But he's been using the part without a roof as a little bathroom. And I said to my wife today, I said, man, that's getting annoying. He's, he's using that as a bathroom again. We, I thought we broke him of that. And then my wife says, well, he can't squat. When she takes him for a walk, he can't squat on the ice surface. Oh, so, yeah. So he can only do it up there. And I was, it, I was kind of mind-blown. I was like, my goodness. But, yeah, he's a, he's a full-blooded husky. Yep. So. That, you know what? I mean, uh, not, not, not to be gross or graphic here, but, yeah, I mean, dogs assume a certain position when they do certain things. And on this kind of ice... Um, they're going to slide just as much as we're going to slide. But I, I, I was wondering if maybe, because I've never really analyzed the the, uh, the feet of a husky, if maybe they were a little bit different than an ordinary dog, given the fact that they are Siberian and stuff. Right. I think that they, I mean, he does have some pretty decent claws. So I think that that generally, they probably do have bigger claws than, uh, you know, most dogs. How did your dog, how did your Siberian Husky fare during the blizzard? Did he want to be outside the whole time? Well, he did, but uh, <laughs> I, I gave, I built a whole shelter for him with windbreaks and everything. And uh, the big thing for me that I was worried about was the rain before the blizzard, because I didn't want him getting wet and then getting that cold wind. So, uh <laughs> Yeah, but he, he stayed in this tent that I had built for him and didn't want to come out. And then uh, then the next day was wondering why we weren't outside playing with him in the snow. He was so funny, like a puppy again. So. Wow. <laughs> and and, and the, the thinking back to the blizzard of uh, December 23rd through 25th of 2022, that snow, as I've mentioned before, was like quicksand snow. I've never seen anything like it. But your dog was okay with it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he just he loved it. Yeah, you know, he's so funny. He, the only reason he would ever get upset with us is because we go in the house to get out of the uh, the cold, you know. And then he'd 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 kind of look at us like, wait, wait, where are my play friends going? You know. So it's just kind of funny. Oh, uh, somebody needs a puppy to keep him company. They have double. Yeah. I did not know they had double coats. Yeah, that was one thing I did want to bring up is that because um, I was curious, I. I watched him during this blizzard, and I'm going, how do you keep this, how do you keep yourself dry, right? 
And I noticed that his long, wiry hair was catching all the snow before it got to his undercoat. Hmm. That's like three inches long or so, two, three inches. And it was catching the snow. And when he'd get a little too much snow buildup, he would shake it off and it, it would kind of repeat the process. But that undercoat, that, that kind of wooly stuff never got wet. Yeah, I think you need to send a picture. You need to send a picture of your Siberian and the uh, Siberian Husky tent in Lockport. Tom at WBEN.com. All righty. I'll do that when I get home. All right, man. Thank you. Take care of your buddy. All right. Thanks, Tom. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, have you ever seen a Siberian Husky shed? Oh, you talk about tumbleweeds of dog hair. You have not lived until you've seen a Siberian Husky shed. Uh, my neighbor Bruce's, I would, I'd pet um, little Tasha at the end of winter, and uh, I'd come in more hair than man. I love that dog, though. She's no longer with us, but what a great pooch.